Well, hello there. Welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. I'm Crystal Crawford. So today's topic um, the, is, I called it making yourself a priority, self-centered or essential. And it was sort of sparked by the holidays are coming. Um, you know, how do you create holidays in a way that works for you? Hi, John. Hi, Ashley. Um, but this, today's topic is going to probably end up being more of a little bit of a rant, a little bit of a, a, little bit of a crystal rant. Um, I'm in the process in, in, in and around this whole thing. So I'm in the process right now of, hi Renata, um, of re, re-educating myself or adding to my education about Facebook ads and about marketing in my online business because I want to meet more of you guys around the world. Hi. Uh, you guys are amazing. And what would it take for these tools to just span the globe? Um, so, so I'm, you know, I'm doing some research. I'm taking some classes. And I just, just, just right before this episode got off a training with these, with this couple that does marketing training on Facebook. And it's been really interesting being a part of this because um, I come into any course on regular stuff, you know, whether it's Facebook marketing or how to create sales pages or whatever. I come in with a lot of other sort of scenarios when it comes to my business. My business should not have, this is not a business episode, by the way, I'm going to relate this to your life, but I just have to start here. My business should not grow the way that I've grown it. it by all accounts and purposes, like, you know, this is my thing is a miracle because I've followed my awareness and I've chosen and all the stuff. But what the other thing I'm realizing that I'm, hi, Vanessa, that I'm personally empowered with, hi, Rinsky, is tools. And not just tools to believe in myself, but tools to empower myself to be everything that I am. And this is really, really huge when you're looking at going into the holidays or you're looking at having your reality in the face of everybody else's reality. So it doesn't matter, holidays, family, everyday life, in your marriage, in your business. How do you have your reality in the middle of everybody else's shit? How does that work? And that's that's really what this episode is about. How do you have your reality with business? How do you have your reality in creating money? How do you how do you do that? And that was really the whole energy behind making yourself a priority because it's not really so much about, you know, we there's there's a lot of talk out there about like take time for you and go take a bath and have a tea and there there is that. That's a part of nurturing you. But the thing that I'm super interested in is like how do you in the middle of a situation where your mom's doing what she always does? Hi Catherine. Um, where your dad's being himself, where, where the team of people that you're working with is being whatever they're being. How do you have your reality and have your own back and not reject yourself and have a lot of ease and joy and glory with it? So I'm going to read you a few things out of a few books today because I want to. Because um, I want to. I could have just put a period at the end of that sentence. Just because I want to. Okay. This is Leading from the Edge of Possibility. Don't look at that part. <laughs> no more business as usual. No more business of your life as usual, people. So the first, and one of the first parts of this book, and this is Stephen Chetissa Bowman, and they consult with CEOs all over the world, and it doesn't matter whether you're the CEO of a corporation or you're the CEO of your life, the same principles apply, okay? Start with yourself, they say. As facilitators and advisors, we know that the moment executives, you, Take the initiative to become aware of your limitations, your habits, your unconscious conditionings that you're on the path to becoming conscious leaders. So really making yourself a priority is being willing to be the conscious leader of your life. To being willing to be the conscious leader of your reality. 
no matter where you are, no matter who you're around. Does anybody on this Zoom ever lose their reality in the face of somebody else's reality? Where you're like, I feel like shit. I walked in here, I felt good, and now I'm in here and I feel like shit. Okay, that's you being so aware that you just become whatever shit's in the room. You just become it because you're so aware, you're so psychic, you don't know, and, and so it's like it just happens automatically. And then all of a sudden you're just in shitsville and you don't know why or how to change it. Never. That's what I thought. It never happens to anybody in here. That never occurs, right? So how do you have that much awareness and not resist and react to it and not align and agree with it, but actually use it? How does that work, right? The first step is acknowledging that you have choice. The first step is acknowledging that you are going to be the conscious leader of your life, not the unconscious leader that resists and reacts to everybody and tells them to fuck off and not go to Christmas this year because your family is dumb, although that can be a choice. But there's this energy of like being willing to like, okay, I'm going to totally get where I function from here and I'm going to use all this to become more aware and to become more of the maestro of the situation instead of being at the effect of the situation. You cannot generate a no more business as usual life until you first become a conscious leader of your own life. This is exemplified by a well-known quote from Mahatma Gandhi, be the change you wish to see in the world. So here's the thing about when you are in the middle of a situation or you're in the middle of your family, some of you might have already noticed this, and you start to be something different. And by being something different, I mean you go from being pissed off and mad and resentful and resisting everything to being space and ease and allowance. The people around you have no choice but to change or leave you. That's how that works. And if you apply this same principle to a business, so ugh, God, this business thing is like bugging me right now. So like I'm, in the, I'm on this Zoom with a bunch of like brand new online business creators who really don't know heads or tails of anything. They've created a little opt-in page, they're playing with Facebook ads, and they're getting on live to ask their question. And what's coming through is the fact that they absolutely don't have any sense of how to be. There's the doing of things. There's the saying the right words. There's the doing of things. There's the putting out the, the Facebook page, the opt-in page, the, the Facebook ads. And then there's the what do you be that invites people to something different, right? And this is the piece that was missing in this training. Like This woman had no idea how to be in her, in her videos. She didn't know how to be on her ads. And so... So everything that she bees that is an invitation was excluded and she was doing all the right things, but everything she bees wasn't there. And that's what I'm talking about here, making yourself the priority of actually going, what can I be here that's going to create a change? Nobody teaches you to ask that question, right? What can I be here with my family that's going to create a change? What can I be here with Christmas that's going to make a change? What can I be here in my relationship that's going to make a change? That's the question to function from. And not just what can I be that's going to fix a problem? But what can I be that's going to change this? Create something totally different. And so as you begin to be that, then people have different choices. They want to buy more from you. They want to click on your buttons. They want to interact with you. Or they leave you because you're being something so different that they can no longer judge you. And fine, bye-bye. Um, so how do you... Where, there's the where do you start with this? And really it's just that you just start. You just start. Like... I'm, you know, I'm gonna, uh, we're gonna, uh, I'm gonna, la, 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 la. pock and pock. Ah! I'm gonna start at 30 days of making yourself a priority on November 27th. And my target, originally I was gonna do 30 days of living beyond distraction, because there's this book, and I love this book, and we're gonna go through this book. 
And it's going to be so much more than that, because what I really wanted to invite us to was to, to every single day throughout the month of December really look at, but this is something you can apply in every part of your life, guys. Every single day look at, okay, so what tool can I use to like clear out the limitations? What clearing can I run to clear out the limitations? And then what can I be today that's going to create a change? What can I be today that's going to create a change in me that'll then invite everybody else around me to something different? See, you can't change other people. You can't change how people click on your Facebook ads or don't click on your Facebook ads. You can't change people who choose your stuff or don't choose your stuff when it comes to business. You can't change that. What you can change is what you're being and what you're inviting people to. That's it. And the thing about that is that sometimes that takes the most courage. So I play in a, uh, you know, I play a lot with um, little teams of people all over the world, creating stuff all over the world. And Every team is different. Some of the teams I create myself, and so I have choice over who's in them, and other teams I don't have as much choice. And so whoever's in them is who's in them, and I get to choose how I be with that. Well, one of the things I've noticed lately is that if I'm around people who are choosing to be stuff that's like not that fun to be around, my first response is really just want to leave. Like, I just want to leave. What I've been choosing and playing with lately is what can I be here without leaving that... I get to keep my peace, my joy, my space, what I'm choosing to be with that project, and also let them be whatever they're being, even if they come after me, thinking I should be doing something different, and I still get to choose. And I think that's the one thing we give up so many times in relationships, is we give up our capacity and our ability to choose. You have total choice no matter what the other fucking person is doing in your life. You get to choose what you be, you get to choose whether you leave or stay, you get to choose how you respond, you get, to, you get to choose. And they, that's the muscle. Like Gary says, Gary Douglas says all the time, he's like, you guys don't know, actually know how to choose. And so what we're really practiced in is resisting and reacting, aligning and agreeing, leaving or staying. But the polarity choices, we're really great at polarity choices, right? What's the right thing to do? What's the wrong thing to do? What's the best thing to do? What's the wrong, wrong I could never do that because my mom is, I, I would never do that to my sister, but my husband set, like, and so we get ourselves into this like head trip where, no, there's no awareness of what you'd like. There's no awareness of what your reality is. There's no question about what your reality is. It's just head tripping over what's right and what's wrong. And this is the thing that I want to invite us. I'm going to keep inviting you out of this like 25,000 ways till, till Sunday, just so you know. Like that is my constant invitation to you and to me is to get out of the head tripping of the right and wrong, the good and the bad, because that shit doesn't work. It's not even that fun. It's just what we're used to doing. There is a whole other field of possibilities awaiting us if we're just willing to choose it. But this is a choice that requires practice in every 10 seconds. This is a choice that requires you to keep coming back to it and keep bringing yourself the awareness of, right, of like, oh my gosh, I have choice. Oh my gosh, I have choice. What can I be here that's different? What can I be here that's going to create the change? Still practicing. Yeah, we're all still practicing. I guess this is a lifetime practice. Um, so in this book, Living Beyond Distraction, and if you haven't bought it yet, please do, 135, page 135, um, Gary says, let's go on to living as a distractor implant. Now, a distractor implant is something you've been implanted with over any lifetime that keeps you from having choice, that keeps you from being the infinite being you are with infinite choice and infinite possibilities. Infinite possibilities, you guys. You have infinite possibilities for money, infinite possibilities for peace and ease, infinite possibilities for happiness. Can you even cognitize that? No. It's like, I remember when I was a kid, I would take the number, when we were learning numbers, you know, there's a million and there's a billion and there's, you know, 
what's, what's after a billion? Oh, a hundred billion and there's 500 billion. And then we got into infinity. And of course my brain just lost it after that. It's like, well, how do, infinity plus one, infinity plus two. It's like, you can't, your brain can't figure that out. Thank God. Cause your brain's been running your life and your relationships. And what is that creating for you? Is it creating the ease that you want? Is it creating the peace that you want? This is where you want to fire your brain and start looking for how to do that, looking for what you can choose, what clearing you can run to fire your brain and actually go, okay, so what other choices do I have here? If I have infinite possibilities and one possibility is losing my shit when my mom looks at me like that and another possibility is leaving her forever and another possibility is, okay, so what are the infinite possibilities for this that I've never considered? Would be a great question. Okay, so living is a distractor implant. Why? Because we've decided what living is. I'll be able to live when? Like we've decided what it is. So when you've already decided what it is, guess what you don't have access to anymore? Infinite possibilities. Okay, living is the action one takes in every single day. The point of view of a lady who has the horses and 100 acres is that she has the life she's always wanted. She's got horses and 100 acres, she's done. <laughs> she's got her life. Her idea of living is to go off her ranch and do certain things that are not part of the ranch. She calls that her living time. So she's not living all the time, she just has certain times of the day where she's living. What would it be like if you created your whole entire life as living? What would, what would it be like if you were living all the time, like not just waiting to live till after work or you know, waiting until you had a business to live, but what would it be like if you began to choose what living was to you all the time, no matter who you were around, no matter what holiday was going on, no matter what? So what have you defined as your living time? And everything that is times a godzillion will you destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, online, shorts, boys and beyonds. Holy Moses. What have you defined as your living time? Everything that is times a godzillion will you destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, online, shorts, boys and beyonds. You guys have a lot of definitions about your living time, he says, I say. And your time for living. I see people create the definition. When I retire, then I can live. I can do everything I like to do. When I retire, when I'm done with work, when I create this business into a million dollars, then I can actually take a break and I can rest, I can live, right? For them, living begins when retirement occurs. Is that really gonna create the living you want, waiting? Or is there something else that's possible? Here's a, here's a doozy, you ready? What physical actualization of the terminal and equivocal disease of choice, question, possibility, and contribution are you not acknowledging as the determining factors of living according to the rules of living on planet Earth? Holy fuck. Everything that is times a godzillion will you destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine shirts, boys and beyonds. And if you're new to the clearing statement, go to theclearingstatement.com so you can get the info about what that crazy thing is. So what have you decided living is? When are you gonna do it? You gonna do it after Christmas when your parents go home? Probably, right? You can only do it then. You know, are you going to do it after the babies are grown up? Are you going to do it after... Um, uh, hi, Catherine. Hi, Marianella. When are you going to choose living? After, after your husband decides to leave you? You know, after he gets frustrated with how things are going? After you finally get frustrated with how things are going? When are you going to choose living? And what if it was a choice that you could be actually reminding yourself to choose every single moment of the day? Well, what if that is something that you practiced all the time? If I were truly living here, what would I choose? Another great book, Beyond the Utopian Ideal. Consciousness is only a choice away. 
Gandhi said, be the change you'd like to see in the world. Why is not using your, your level of capacity, intelligence, and generosity more important to you than being more of what you are and creating the change in the world that you would like to see? Let me go ahead and clear that. And everything that is, we just trying to create all that. <laughs> right, wrong, good, bad, bad, fuck, all night, shorts, boys, and beyonds. So as I was reading that, I fuzzed out. And anytime you fuzz out on something that's being said, there's something there that's really vital and true for you. Okay, so let's read that again. Why is not using your capacity, your level of capacity, your level of intelligence, your level of generosity, why is not using that more important to you than being more of what you are and creating the change in the world than you would like to see? Each of us can be the element of change that we have been unwilling to be. Until now, you've only been willing to be the ideal, which creates others having conflict with you, judging you, not seeing you, and not wanting to be around you, but none of these are what you're looking for. You don't ask, what else can I generate and create that's beyond anything I knew was possible? You think that to be different requires separation from the oneness you are. That is not so. To be truly different requires oneness. The most different person in the world is the person who functions from oneness and consciousness. If you are truly willing to function from oneness, everything and everyone changes around you. How the hell do you start to choose that? What are the questions you ask? What choices can you make? Those are great questions. That's a great question about choice. Like, do you really want a difference? Try being conscious. So what would it be like to start choosing this on an everyday basis? What do you need to put in place to start reminding yourself that you don't have to separate, you don't have to judge or reject or push people away to actually create a change. You don't have to like, you know how, well, I'm different. Fuck you guys, I'm different. I'm going over here and I'm going to be different. No, no, you get to be different right where you are. And what's, what's more different than resisting and reacting? Not resisting and reacting. Actually including everything and judging nothing. That's different. So what can you use to start choosing that? Well, first of all, you can be aware of what you are choosing in the moments that you're choosing it. So every time, exactly, how do you function from oneness? That's a great question. What would it be like to function from oneness? Start asking that. And don't ask questions and look for answers because that's not what questions are for. Questions are to open up the space so the universe can, can start contributing awarenesses to you. How do you function from oneness? What does that be like? What does being conscious, aware, awake be like with my family? What does being conscious, aware, and awake be like with my partner? What does being conscious, aware, and awake be like with my business? I'll tell you one of the things that it is, is it's being willing to be aware of everything. It's being willing to be aware of where everybody's functioning without a point of view. So um, a great, great example is this freaking webinar that I was just on. So I'm really aware of where everybody was functioning from. The lady who was talking, she was functioning from totally believing she didn't know, she didn't have the information. She probably couldn't do it. Um, if she could do it, she was missing information and she needed to get that information so that she could do it, but she probably couldn't do it. That was really where she was functioning from. The website mod web webinar moderator was functioning from, you clearly don't believe in yourself, so this is a waste of time. And well, he was really functioning more from judgment. And which is that looking, he, but the other thing is like, he also didn't have the information or the tools to know how to empower her. He was just like, well, you got to believe in yourself and it doesn't look like you believe in yourself, so I don't really know how this is going to work for you. Whereas I would have asked her, hey, what do you know about this already? I would have asked her questions. And this is actually...
actually, if you're watching this shit and you're following Access Consciousness tools, this is where you are empowered with tools nobody else on the planet has to change things, to empower yourself to your own awareness. This is the, this is the point. You want to empower yourself to have your own awareness in every situation. What am I aware of here? What do I know about this that I'm not acknowledging? What could I change here that would create something different? That's empowering yourself. And that's the point of these tools. That's the point of these questions. That's the point of consciousness is to empower yourself to create something different. Right? So that lady that was really struggling with Facebook ads, like she actually has everything inside of her that she requires to create an online business. She's got it already. What she doesn't have at the moment is somebody telling her she's got it already. And she doesn't have the information that she's got it already. And she doesn't know how to access it. And she doesn't know how to use it. So I'm here to tell you that you have everything you require inside of you already to have anything you desire. So whether that's peace with your family, whether that's a change in your life, whether that's an expanded business, you have everything inside of you already. You be it already. Now, you may not be choosing to be it. That's okay. That does not make you wrong. That just makes you capable of choosing something else. You are it already. You are whatever is required to create something different with your family. You are whatever is required to create something different in your marriage. You are whatever is required to create something different with the holidays. If that's what you choose. If, if Christmas for you is one big drudgery, if Thanksgiving for you is one big... Bleh, what can you become aware of that's your reality that would change it for you immediately? You have that. You have the capacity for awareness and choice in ways that nobody else on the planet has. If you're willing to have it and you're willing to know it and you're willing to take it up and go, okay, so I got this. So what can I change here? What can I choose here that would make something different? That is consciousness in motion. That's being like the earth where the earth, you know, has a volcano or a hurricane or a tornado and things, shit goes on and then it's left with a devastated, what we would call devastated, you know, landscape and it just goes, all right, back to creating. You know, all these wildfires that are going on all over the world, it's the people that, it's the people that are upset about them. It's not the earth. The earth just goes, okay, cool. Rejuvenation, the gift of decay. The gift of decay after a wildfire, you should read about that. The earth completely regenerates itself. Seeds that have lied dormant come, come springing back up. You already have within you everything that you require to create what you desire. So it's really looking at what do I want to create in every moment with every little thing. What do I want to create with my husband? What do I want to create with my family? What do I want to create for the holidays? What do I want to create as my fucking life? This is my life. I'm in my life right now in this moment, in this very moment I'm in my life. What is my... If I didn't need to self-sabotage, what possibilities could I choose? Yeah, and if self-sabotaging wasn't even a thing, what could you choose? If self-sabotage was just some, some thing that you bought that you do, what, what else could you choose? What if we know it and want it but stop ourselves from choosing? What stupidity am I using to keep myself from choosing what I truly desire am I choosing? And everything that is times a godzillion, we destroy and create it. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, online, shirts, boys, and beyond. What stupidity am I using? So stupidity is unawareness. That's all that is. What stupidity? What unawareness am I using? What stupidity am I using to create myself, constantly stopping myself in my choosing? And everything that is times a godzillion, we destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, online, shirts, boys, and beyond. And so many times when we're stopping ourselves from choosing what we'd really like to choose, it's because we've decided something. We've decided it'll destroy things, and that's bad. We've decided that it, that relationship will leave, and that's bad. Because it, it isn't even like the thing. So let's just say, you know, you're aware that if you choose something, someone will leave. 
it isn't even just that you're aware of that they'll leave, because that, be, that may be an awareness, right? They're going to leave. Okay, cool. It's what we've decided that means that sticks us. That person will leave, and that means something about you. That's the thing that sticks us. And you know, the only things that stick you are lies. Truth, what's true for you, is light for you, and it doesn't stick you. So the only things that stick you are lies. What if I choose and I don't get nothing? Oh no, choice, choice always creates. Always. You gotta start looking at your life and look at everywhere you've chosen, which by the way, you've gotten here with choices. You gotta first start to acknowledge that you choose. You do choose. You may not call it choice. You may feel like or have told yourself that your life happens to you, but you choose. That's how you got here. Now I got into this big house in Vancouver because I chose, because I chose to create it. I chose to create it with three other people. I also got into a muddle of two different marriages because I chose, because I chose people to marry. And then I was unhappy and I chose to stay. And then I chose to have an affair. And then I chose to stop that affair. And then I chose to go back. I also created all the shit from choice. I also chose to get into a bunch of trauma and drama over my family. And I still choose that sometimes. But all of this is choice. And if you start to see everything as choice, that's when you're super empowered to like choose something else. But you first have to acknowledge that you're choosing all the time. You're constantly choosing. You're choosing to be depressed. You're choosing to be sad. You're choosing to be upset. You're choosing to be... By the way, if all of that shit is prevalent for you, get this book and come on my 30 days of making you a priority because this is what we're going to be talking about. How do you live beyond distracting, being distracted by all your feelings and by all your choices that aren't working for you? How do you do that? What are the tools that you can use? Thankful for the shit or I wouldn't be where I am. Yeah, totally. I'm so grateful that I chose everything that I chose. And at the time, it felt shitty. It didn't, I didn't have fun with it at the time. But now when I'm choosing something shitty, I have more fun because I realize I'm choosing it. And then that makes it more fun. As soon as you realize you're choosing shitty, that's, when you, that's really when it gets funny because that's, you know, it's funny. Because you're choosing shitty, you realize you're choosing shitty, and so you can just sit there and laugh at yourself, which actually changes the energy. <laughs> I had 30 years of interesting choices that has created the beauty of who I am today, as shitty and fucked as it all was. A vibrant butterfly flew out of the rubble. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. Me too. And you know, and now where I'm at is, what other choices can I make to create the change that I desire to see in the world? What can I actually be? Because, you know, I have created this beautiful life. I am living with people who are really full of possibility and sometimes shit comes up, but we can work it out really easily. So there's not a lot of trauma and drama anymore. And some of you might be there. And so now it's really like, okay, so how can I turn this up? How can I turn up the difference that I am and the peace that I am and the ease that I am so that everybody in the world has the possibility of choosing something different? And so that for you is going to show up how it shows up for you. That may be the question you're asking right in the middle of your family. That may be the question you're asking right in the middle of your, your marriage. That may be the question you ask in the middle of your workplace. But what can you be that would turn up your difference so loud that other people would either have to choose or change or leave? I just want to create nice things. Cool. And, you know, I just want to point out, like, when it's like I want to create nice things. You already be something that nice is a judgment. And what if you could just be what you are? And what are you? You're everything. You have the possibility for everything. You may not know that yet. And this may be at the start of a process of you going, what do I be that's totally undefined? If I didn't have to be nice, if I didn't have to be mean, if I could totally create my reality, what would that be like? What choices could I make? You're so welcome, Rinsky. I adore you guys. 
Thank you guys so much for being here. You know, this whole topic is really like this is it's such a multifaceted topic, and that's why I'm going to dive in for 30 days. And um, I'm really, really keen to, you know, the more the more I participate in classes that aren't access classes, the more I get the gift of these tools and the gift of you and the gift of me on the planet. And the more I want to expand and be more of the possibility for, for choosing something else. And, you know, doing that in your daily life just takes practice. It just takes, you know, consistently using a tool every day, being something different in a moment, realizing that you're not choosing in another moment and then choosing again. And you can do that. You are already doing that. And so just keep doing that. Keep going. And if if you're in one of those places today when you're listening to this where it feels really hard or you are practicing but you're not seeing very many results or you're having a hard time acknowledging yourself, just take two more steps. Just reach out to that friend that has your back. Just, you know, do do the thing that's going to support you. Because, you know, this whole journey of consciousness and awareness, this ain't for pussies. Consciousness is not for pussies. Consciousness is for the people that have the courage to be awake and aware. And when you're awake and aware, you see everything. You perceive everything. You perceive it all. And some of the stuff you perceive right in the beginning is going to feel hard. It isn't necessarily hard, but sometimes it's sad. Sometimes there's stuff that goes with it. Sometimes your body needs to cry. It's all of it. It's the joy. It's the intense things. It's the being willing to be aware of the abusive things. It's being willing to be aware of the brainwashing. It's being willing to be aware of everything with no point of view. And that is not, or, or you know, that takes balls. So I just want to acknowledge you today for everything you're choosing. Thank you. And um, I guess if I could leave you anything. Would you be willing to look at what it would be like to create living in every moment of your day. You are living in every moment of your day, but are you living? And if you were living as dynamically as you could, what would you choose? Just ask that. Set a workout timer for every three minutes and ask, if I were living as dynamically as I could in this moment, what would I choose? And start really creating your life even more, even more especially through this season where it's supposed to be about everybody else, what would it be like to create your living dynamically? And that's it. So if you like this, please like it again. If you, if you, if you liked it, share it so that other people can find it. And um, I adore you. I will be here this week, same time. I'm going to be in Australia. What would it be like to do a Facebook Live radio show on the beach? All right, give it a share if you liked it. I adore you guys. Thank you for you. Bye.